0: To all of those who loved him, all of us who still look for the black number three in the field, if you look real hard, they say you can still see him there. If you listen with us to the following song, well, perhaps you just might feel him here with us tonight. Ladies and gentlemen here to remember Dale Earnhardt. TC and Jake. Hey, bro. It feels like it's been forever. It really has.
1: Did you How's get Bernie going? elected? What's that? Did you get Bernie elected?
0: Uh, in a word, yes. <laughs>
1: you did kind of do your part.
0: <laughs> uh, I did very little. Like, like I, I, I knocked on 38 doors, but uh, a lot of them weren't home. Some of those doors didn't exist, so I just marked in the app the, the, no such address and i i had about two people that that really wanted to chat with me and i i don't know if i got them there or not i think that they were like this man makes some good points i don't i don't think that they were like this man makes such good points that i'm gonna go stand around for two hours on saturday
1: so did you uh uncle rico the fuck out of him and be like hey uh kind of a veteran here (laughs) i don't know i don't know some some of you guys might I don't know if you're confused about what block walking is. We're gonna walk around these blocks. It's something I've been doing long, long <laughs> time. So, no, Any I questions. Uh, get it? Get on the bullhorn.
0: I, 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 I shutted the fuck up. Um, no, I, I, I wanted to, I wanted to talk about the, the, the whole week. I, had, like the, the Chapo show was fucking. That was something else, man. You know, you know, there's a. Uh, you're able to do as much marijuana as you want in Nevada, so that that certainly um, is contributing to things. But I just, you know, like I, I I like Bernie very much. I like left politics very much. I, uh, you know, we 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 do stuff whatever within the course of uh, you know our lives. But I I don't think I've I've ever been at anything like that before, where it was that large a group of people that appeared to feel the exact same way that I did about the issues that were fired the fuck up. And like every time, you know, they mentioned like, you know, that, hey, he's doing well and we're going to fucking do it. We're going to take it. Like the whole crowd would just go fucking nuts. Uh, I I, I don't know if uh, I don't want to make just to catch everyone up, make sure that we're all on the same page. I was in uh, Las Vegas for the last week. Uh, Chapo Trap House, because the Nevada primaries were uh, were last week, uh, did a show from Mandalay Bay, the uh, house of blues inside Mandalay Bay. And uh, I, I was in a in a fine seat. Uh, first half was exceptional, and then the second half, fucking uh come boy himself, Adam Freeland came out. I didn't know that that was involved. That was a little extra bonus, and that was fucking awesome.
1: He had Nevada, his mom's two thousand eight Hillary band. shirt. <laughs> it was great. His dad rollerblade in. <laughs> his
0: dad was not there. Uh, he. This is all on the. Uh, I guess it's the uh, Patreon for them so so uh, it'd probably be a uh, silly to assume that everyone's heard that but uh but it is on the the thing but he he talked about how he'd been to that house of blues before but the last time he'd been he uh fucking cried because he went to see animal collective with a girl that he was trying to get back and whatever he
1: showed up to pick her up she was bringing a date hell yeah <laughs> like i've never been cucked that hard i don't think but <laughs> yeah i'm trying to think through my most vicious cuckings i think as ray landfill pointed out the other week uh me still editing the crow line would probably have to be up there somewhere (laughs) yeah yeah and that's that's a self cuck but if but Um, if that's
0: your worst one then then you're good
1: yeah i think probably i mean i've definitely been like shunned and ignored and like hey i'm gonna block your phone number i don't yeah, think it ever yeah. involved hey give a ride to this guy who's fucking me <laughs> no to go see uh, animal collective no less
0: famously in my only like uh, major adult breakup the the person left me for uh, a woman so i feel like that's uh right. the right. opposite of a cucking
1: yeah yeah i, and I was I, pretty a-okay with the whole thing that's about as good as it's gonna get really yeah and as ian kinsler uh famously said i mean you were just too much
0: yeah yeah it was was more of a compliment than anything else
1: (laughs) that's awesome Uh, how did your wife take to the fact that you kind of cucked her by just saying hey i'm going on your work trip and staying in your hotel room even though you didn't really ask
0: i mean again she she did ask she just immediately regretted it so (laughs) So to say that she didn't ask is uh, <laughs> is inaccurate. I think that she was pretty happy uh, because, like, I, I you know, I, I think that she was worried. That, this was nonsensical to me from the start. She was worried that I was just going to hang around her and her friends too much. And uh, once we got there, I think that it was pretty clear that I was pretty happy to do my own thing. Uh, whenever we first arrived, everyone, like, went back and took a nap and uh I, I did take a nap and I, I think that she thought that was uh kind of weird but you know it's not like i was in like the same bed as them and we were just watching tv and i, I fell asleep because this long trip but uh after that i didn't, didn't really see him again <laughs> it was just me going to Chapo shows on my own and then, then at the show they uh so i i you know told you and dan that i would i would like to do some walking at the show they announced that they were themselves were hosting a walk and uh that was from like some fucking uh Las Vegas DSA guy, like his his house, they had like his garage set up as a meeting space. It was very cool. And just you know, it was a lot of like minded folks. All the Chapo guys were there and uh that uh the, the lefty chargers running back was there. You know about him? You know him?
1: Justin Jackson. That's right. He, he was, was there. there? Huh? He was there. Why?
0: does he live Uh, in nevada no it's just close to san diego i think
1: like he was coming to canvas
0: like he he did like two two uh lists
1: that's really cool
0: yeah and he was he was at that chapo show like they they shouted him out in the audience whenever uh we were there and then (coughs) said that he was gonna be there on thursday was it hard for them to
1: find him (laughs)
0: uh dude it's pretty it's pretty i mean i don't want to overstate it but it's not 100 percent white okay can i say that
1: (laughs) i'm just uh i work for the bloomberg meme campaign now (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, you're trying to paint
0: them with that brush yeah
1: yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna make this bernie bro thing stick if it's the last thing i can do so did yeah, you that, read that article about the Bloomberg meme campaign? Because it it's awesome.
0: I mean, I I saw the highlights, but I I did not. Is is there things beyond the highlights? I'm sure there could be.
1: Uh, just the amount of money and like the people that they're finding who are gonna have to ask themselves if they still have a soul in a year. Dude, I'm pretty fucking offended. Like, I, we got big accounts, dude. I know.
0: Fucking influencers i guarantee you i am absolutely sure in my heart that someone less big than me is being paid by the bloomberg campaign to say some shit online
1: yes and that's fucking wrong yeah and but i'd still probably take their money
0: that's what i'm saying
1: yeah i, I, I mean look you voted for trump <laughs> uh not not like really you're clearly not a president. free agent okay it <laughs> adjacent to president
0: I mean, if I, if I voted for him for dog catcher 40 years ago, we're just going to be like, hey, you're a Trump voter.
1: Who was it that used to say that? Oh, that's Trump, right? Uh, this would, guy couldn't get elected dog catcher? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a low, that's 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 one I would like to forget. <laughs> how many that, states? It doesn't really have the acid burn.
0: How many <laughs> cities just, currently have dog catcher as an elected position?
1: Yeah, I don't like, that sounds like something that like is a, an anachronistic type thing of the past I, was that ever a deal very tom and jerry yeah like i don't know that we really need to elect like oh look at us now electing janitor yeah it just doesn't seem like it would ever be in the mix at all
0: yeah uh i mean there's i i think the fact that they elect sheriffs is like a little surprising yeah look, like it's you all don't all elect surprising. police chief i'm not sure that i'm like full-on against it i i I don't know i don't know that i have a strong opinion one way or the other it does seem like most sheriffs end up being pretty trash but what are you gonna do
1: why not fire guy you know he's a great question (laughs) that'd be a really interesting campaign my opponent uh... fucking loves (laughs) fire
0: He would burn your house down in a second
1: uh that's actually a pretty funny idea let's elect the fire chief uh i watched the hitler movie
0: oh jojo rabbit
1: yeah what'd you think i've not you seen like it yet oh, okay i'd like to it, it seems good um i i didn't not enjoy it uh much like Bugman at and animal collective there was a scene where i cried mm, which mm. is pretty much par for the course now yeah um kids yeah you know how it is girl dad I do. But it made me think of this thing that I don't really know. I haven't spent enough time formulating my thoughts on it to be concise about it, I guess. But it's like it felt like 99% of a Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. Seemed to have that vibe. And it kind of made me think like I can't specifically off the top of my head think of any other Wes Anderson movies that aren't Wes uh, Anderson movies. But like I'm really – kind of not interested just on that premise alone (laughs) like there's got to be an entire generation of people who are only really influenced by wes anderson because he's that singular and weird yeah but then when those people decide to start making movies i'm like oh i don't like this this feels like a wes anderson movie even though like i like most of his movies you know yeah, I, I mean, mean like he has such felt a distinct like a rip, style. Like a rip-off.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, and I mean, I haven't seen this movie, so I don't know if I would feel that way or not. But uh, he, I mean, as far as people who like, you could watch like one fucking frame of it and be like, "Oh, this is some Wes Anderson shit." Uh, you know, he's he's up at the very, very top, and as far as like an uh, easily identifiable style and yes. something like that. Yeah, you you don't want to don't want to have the experience of uh watching someone else do it
1: even complete with uh there seemed to be a pretty common theme in a lot of his movies where he romanticizes uh or or highlights the romantic and possibly even sexual nature of being like a 10 year old boy
0: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah
1: that's true that's fucking weird dude (laughs) like why do you seem so obsessed with fifth graders trying to fuck so does and that mean made that you uh
0: does that mean you are okay with the incest uh well you're not objecting to it specifically so i'm gonna i'm just gonna mark you down as pro
1: incest <laughs> well i don't i mean i guess if you asked me to rate the things i'm i'm bothered by and you were to like make a little matrix little brother sister
0: parts. love who could uh who could object well, to that
1: I would say that I'm more okay with, like, two 25-year-old brothers and sisters uh, having sex than I am with, like, a 10-year-old and a 14-year-old who aren't brother and sister.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I'd I'd say I agree with you on that one.
1: So, so I guess I never really got to step two once I realized these children. I don't know. And, like, yeah, there's a boy in the movie, JoJo, who's, like, really into it like a girl who appears to be like 18 and he's 10 and i don't know it's a lot to gloss over frankly (laughs) it's kind of distracting
0: yeah i mean i definitely had like a a a lady i had my eyes on when i was 10 who was like 18 babysitter uh no i was uh i came up in the theater i don't know if you know that about me the uh uh, go on (laughs) the theater instructor uh you know she could get
1: it. Like we did community theater in grade school.
0: Yeah, when I was like five, six, seven, kind of stuff. Richardson Children's Theater (RCT). What was your
1: best role?
0: Um, whenever I got a little older, there they so they had like uh, the big plays that they would perform at UTD, and then they had the little plays that they would perform like just at the RCT like a uh, space and so one of the little plays I was the I was the lead I was I was doing all the talking I was the narrator um so I was and you don't
1: remember what it was
0: you know some kind of detective thing and throughout I was uh eating a piece of pie and they were like don't you fucking eat that pie just pretend like you're eating it not I, I definitely ate it like I'm on stage <laughs> you guys can't stop me
1: <laughs> good ass pie and you're a method guy <laughs> yeah, that's right that's right <laughs> Uh for some reason we were talking about cum uh-huh. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I don't remember somehow we were talking about sperm.
0: I mean, it was a day that ended in why, so
1: are you uh familiar with the um the concept of uh preformationism? No. Oh I wait, Eric's. Yeah. Did you read this Wikipedia page?
0: No. But didn't this come up because of the Ben Garrison basketballs thing?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That that after Kobe died, that basketball was crying. Basketball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the tears were a little basketballs, but not like.
1: <laughs> were they like Mavs also basketballs
0: vibes. with faces? Because there was a basketball yes. with a face that was crying. But yes. Was crying other faced basketball. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah! 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 that's 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 the like art he took of the a year. break from
0: drawing trump with a huge <laughs> cock to make <laughs> <Right>. crying
1: basketballs <laughs> and eric said it's this deal that like up until i want to say like the early 1600s there was a uh well basically i guess up until like actual spermatozoa was uh i think yeah
0: microscopes was the only thing that talked him out of it before that they right. were pretty sure <laughs>
1: That people thought cummies were like little people.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, the, the sperm, like the, a sperm cell was just like a human, like in the fetal position.
1: Right. Like, but thousands of And then they just the... get bigger
0: and bigger. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's not a terrible theory. Like, you didn't know anything. I don't know. <laughs> on the one hand, it's hilarious to me, but on the other hand, I don't know why. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, it completely is ignorant of conception, for starters, but I mean, I guess that was... I'm going to put my little man in you. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, sweet prince. I'll see you in nine months. Yeah. Sh- Take I've good care a little... of him. <laughs> <laughs> he's been living <laughs> in my balls all these years. Now he's yours. Be free, little bird.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, God dang, man. I uh, And like there's little drawings too, a tiny person <laughs> inside a sperm on the Wikipedia page. Oh, uh, If you haven't seen the uh, pre-formationism Wikipedia page, do yourself a favor because I've been waiting to share that for a couple weeks now since the basketball cried crying basketball. <laughs> uh,
0: I have some oh, stuff from Wikipedia shit. I'd like to tell you about, but before I do, I have one more thing from Las Vegas that I think that you and the listenership needs to know. Okay. and that's that i saw a man pay for sex
1: okay how do you know
0: uh so it was at like the uh the resort where uh, megan's conference was i'm just you know coming back from whatever um and uh i walk up to the elevator and there is a woman with fucking humongous breasts and a skin tight dress so i'm like i think she might be a hooker and oh hey come on <laughs> i mean it's las vegas and you know uh first rule like if you want to be a successful hooker you don't want people saying like well i don't know if she's a hooker <laughs> you want people being like that that that's a hooker uh so i'm, I'm the up. that's
1: what i call hooker volume <laughs> yeah okay so you, you, your radar's up
0: radar's up Uh, But I'm I'm not done there. I'm not not just prejudging this whole thing. I'm I'm gathering evidence. Piece one. Uh, There in front of me, as all three of us are heading to the elevator, he is walking in front of her. Whenever he gets the elevator, he stands aside and, like, kind of gestures his hands like, you know, you first, m'lady. And uh, she says, oh, thank you, in a way that said to me very strongly, one, that she was not expecting it and didn't like have a preexisting relationship with him to know that he did that sort of thing. And two, that she was planning on having sex with him for money. <laughs> There's a definite tone of voice <laughs> whenever that is occurring. And then, uh, my second piece of evidence is that this particular hotel had a couple towers. And so normally in a, a room numbering system in a hotel, if you're in room 744, then you're on the seventh floor. Uh, in this one, the first number referred to which tower. And, uh, I, I like, you know, I had already kind of like been through this thing in in my head. Um, but the entire elevator ride up, he was just repeating the room number back to himself, uh, because he was trying to work this out. And, uh, that said to me. That he had just received this room key. So I could previously understand, like, if I didn't have that piece of information, that it would be possible that they were, uh, you know, both just hanging out at a bar and, you know, he was uh, just just trying to make some friends and she was totally not looking to have sex for money and they just happened to have some shared interests. Uh, But it's very difficult for me to imagine someone meeting someone at a bar and then being like, hey, uh, I haven't checked into my hotel yet. Would you like to come with right whereas you know if you're gonna have uh, to fill
1: out some forms and stuff yeah you you could just kind of grab some pizza you'll be able to see what my driver's license looks like (laughs) right
0: uh whereas if you were hiring a hooker then then checking into the hotel together seems a pretty standard part of the routine um But yeah, you know, and you know, it's it's Vegas.
1: I would also enter that in as a a piece of
0: the evidence. But But anyway, he's going,
1: he's not going hourly though, right? Like he's got to stay there all night. Like that's a really steep bill for one good fucky.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not, I guess I don't know. I mean, like she's probably
1: not staying all night, right? No, but yeah. I mean, like if he wasn't already planning on staying there.
0: Yeah, I mean, if he if he was just getting that room for that, then he must have some some money. And I would not say it was obvious one way or
1: the other whether or not he did, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree. That's I, not how I would conduct hookerness.
1: Yeah, and I would think the thing, you know, for me, you know, if I'm just giving you my own personal scouting report, if I was buying a, a Vegas hooker that someone like my friend TC could immediately tell was a hooker, and then I got to go buy a room at, like, a, a hotel that has towers, which... I'll I mean, they look like t- goddamn balloons, Jake. Yeah. Uh The reality is, is I'm probably busting 15 seconds in. <laughs> so, like, there's no way that, like, you're, I think... You're going to he, ask her what, your, what her BOGO price is? Uh, yeah, like, I don't, just don't think there's any way that I'm like, oh, boy, I'm like, I'm Patrick Bateman just wearing this out for three or four hours. Like, really... Getting the value, like I think I'm gonna go from uh, the green light on the door key thing to man, I wish I wouldn't have done this in like less than the time that it takes a drag race to finish.
0: Yeah, like by by the time like, the lights clicked off, you're like, yeah. Well, what are we gonna do now?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I just I'm out like nine hundred dollars. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just don't think I just I I just don't think it, I could ever make it to where it's worth it now. Possibly, if you were able to pay for a night and also get some pills, sure. so that you could like, I guess, be more horny. But like that, even that doesn't sound that appealing to me. You know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I guess you're probably maybe yeah, you're. Yeah. If you remove the guilt thing, like you don't have a family or anything, and you're just like, fuck it. Maybe you could talk yourself into it. But I just, I don't know. That makes me think I probably already have low T. <laughs> like that just doesn't sound good to me at all like you would yeah, have but to was think,
0: there a time when it when it did like whenever you were 18 you were like i would definitely like to spend at least a thousand dollars on a night with a
1: hooker maybe but even then like now i'm down from 15 to like a bull ride of eight seconds i just don't i just i think what i'm saying is that i just would come way fast if i was feeling the exhilaration of a hooker
0: yeah i mean I, like I, I don't know how this works out you I, I, take I, your time I, i could absolutely like definitely in this situation have a second wind like that that's without the pills and with the pills certainly
1: i don't i guess i don't really know how their price structure works like if it's standard to say like all right i'm gonna pay for three hours and then hope that in an hour because otherwise like i think you would just be lying and be like no i'm just not interested anymore so i went soft She's like, well, what's all this? What are all these tiny people doing all over the bed? <laughs> <laughs> Run along now, <laughs> scram! Um, yeah, I mean,
0: I don't know. Like the, uh, the, the, the the two times option, it's it's definitely an option. It's just a matter of the price, right? Like, like it's not like this situation that it's likely they'll just be like, oh, sex for money twice? No fucking way!
1: Yeah, I just don't. I mean i don't know like do you just get like the free run for three hours and that's is that like when trump put on shark tank or not shark Tank? i would think that you should uh, expect to shark week (laughs) yeah shark week shark week
0: he hates shark tank i'll bet yeah probably so
1: uh towers this probably hasn't ever happened to you um although i could say i could see the green making you do this in the same way that the brown does but I have been in a fucking labyrinth of like a, a real life felt like I was in a game of Tetris trying to find my hotel room in a multi-towered hotel establishment before. <laughs> I'm um, talking hour plus. <laughs> An hour? Dude, there's the, the Renaissance, I think it is. In, no, it's not the Renaissance. There's one in downtown Dallas where one of the towers is on the other side of the street. And they have a uh, like a Sky Breeze thing, okay. Like that goes over a street downtown, and I think it was like after Ticket Stock or something like several years ago. Oh, the Sheraton. The Sheraton, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, And I'm
1: like, uh, I'm on the tenth floor. Like, what the fuck? Where's my room? This is not even the right. And just walking around forever, and it's like three a.m. And there's there's few things creepier than large hotel in the middle of the night when there's just no one walking around yeah i can see and that you're just like i'm fucking there's no way i'll ever find this place ever yeah i mean and then I, you just somehow randomly luck into oh okay this is where i was before
0: i take a lot of pride in my my navigational ability like i'm in any group of people i i'm trying hard to be the one that people turn to as like oh he knows where we're going so i i like Where's, all the all those vegas casinos i i feel like with with a good number of them, you you can you can put me in them, and I I can tell you where where you want to go, where the where the good stuff is.
1: Whereas I uh, routinely get told take a left by the blind guy. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> what does that mean? Well, like there's been times where I'm lost, and Josh is like, "Oh, it's over here." Oh yeah 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 yeah. I mean, probably the only hotel room in Vegas that I could uh, quickly navigate through is. Well, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> we not. all know what the joke was anyways, pal. <laughs> but I don't, I don't think you do, and you definitely don't because I didn't say it. So <laughs> that's the main, the main reason that I so know So you want to look at
0: me with a straight face and say that Stephen Paddock's name was not about to
1: come out of your mouth? What? What in the world? <laughs> Speaking of, did you see the other day, uh, someone tweeted out, Uh, on the Bernie bro thing. Someone tweeted out, uh, uh, like, I've been to a bunch of these rallies and find me one time that a Bernie supporter has been anything other than cordial and uh, and kind and respectful. And Steve Scalise quote tweeted it with, I can think of one. (laughs) 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 Which is easily... (laughs) the most humorous anyone has ever been about getting fucking machine gunned down at a, spo- at a sports practice
0: just, just trying to get a little side work in with the old baseball mitt
1: i could think of one
0: yeah i uh i, I, I not heard that and that's uh that's something else i don't want anyone to take my laughter as me um finding this funny because it's a very serious matter that i've never joked about in my life personally
1: remember uh also like when trump talked about that though when he was just like steve he had a little situation yeah little situation like uh i was shot like 9 times <laughs> i'd rather you not refer to it like uh i i put the wrong address on my taxes
0: <laughs> yeah yeah a <yeah. laughs> uh, small snafu <laughs> no big <laughs>
1: um, i was in a, I was in a coma
0: so at the uh, at the end of the Chapo show, I I don't know. I I would assume, of course, it's definitely in the recording. I haven't listened to the end of. I did listen to part of uh, the the podcast that I've already heard because I was there, but. Uh uh, at the end, they like Will, you know, as as he does, like uh, has a, has a closing statement. They opened and uh, closed, I love this, by uh rewriting the opening and closing monologues of Casino to uh fit, you know, uh podcast-related things. I you know, I I don't know how many in the audience are obsessed with the movie Casino, but I I certainly was one of them. So uh, you know, that, that was a-okay with me. Um and he gets done with that, and then uh Matt you know i mean matt's role is generally to uh to interrupt others and uh talk loudly about things that the rest of the group uh, it's unclear if they're there they they care about it and uh so it was clear that will was like trying to end it and say the last thing and then matt's just fucking babbling and uh, amber was sitting next to matt and uh it was like hey shut the fuck up and he he kept on going and then she took her they'd been drinking (laughs) beers throughout she took her beer bottle and smashed it over his fucking head and for two seconds i swear to god i thought that like you know it it was a joke they were playing it was a trick that they were playing on the audience and it was very fucking effective uh Ooh. it was like uh i saw will like uh someone asked him about it on instagram and I, I was not previously familiar with the phenomenon of sugar glass but apparently sugar glass is a thing where you can like sm- have a bottle made of it and smash it over someone's head and everyone's uh no worse uh for the experience but they all had bottles and were just smashing them over each other's heads and i was like fucking cops are gonna be here in a second guys <laughs>
1: It would be a what? funny way to end your podcast. Yeah, apparently this is what they use like in uh, wrestling.
0: Oh, yeah? That would make yeah, sense. I'm
1: looking at it here. Boy, it looks real as shit, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I mean, especially, you know, whenever they're on stage and you're in the audience, there's a little bit of distance there. And I thought that Matt was going to be bleeding out of his fucking head.
1: <laughs> now I kind of want to try this.
0: Yeah, it's a great way to end a podcast. I'm I'm jealous that we weren't previously aware of this and hadn't thought of it
1: uh what else was i gonna say okay you want to play that video i sent you real quick i would love to i think you'll like it this is quite old it's like four or five years old it's from undercover boss uh but i saw this yeah
0: you, you want me to just get it going
1: well yeah this is from because i just don't know how much they include details wise here but this is when uh the ceo of Bikinis sports bar and grill which uh, i believe was dallas based right it it absolutely was and you may also recall uh a recurring community quick hit story some years ago where this this man who's about to be featured here on undercover boss he actually bought a town called bankersmith yeah and said he was starting a town called bikinis texas
0: <laughs> <laughs> sure man
1: <laughs> it was a different time you know <laughs> i guess it's a different time 2012 uh but we thought yeah, the world this, was
0: going to end. There would be no consequences.
1: There was, yeah. There was going to be a uh, a reality show um, based out of the whole bikinis. The dude is just a fucking natural at promotion, is what I'm trying to tell you.
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, and I think uh, this clip is evidence that uh, any any press is good press. Take it away,
2: Jessica. I got to be honest with you. I had a pretty disappointing experience. Oh, I'm sorry. One was. Bikini top, of course. Mm-hmm. Right. You are
1: supposed to be wearing a bikini. I just chose not to since we're on TV. I'd like to wear a t-shirt instead.
2: You know, it was a big bummer from my my point uh-huh. of view. And I think lastly, you shared to me, especially when we were talking at the end, that it doesn't seem like bikinis is your real passion. This is definitely <laughs> not going to be permanent. I'm on the search right now. So as soon as someone bites on my resume, then. You know, I I think you're a great person, but you're not right for bikinis. It was clear to me that day. So, I'm sorry, Jessica. It's not working out. Today's your last day. I know you have mixed emotions right now. Just so you know, I know a lot of people in Austin and Dallas, so I can really get your resume out there. uh, I'll be sure to go to the guy, give you my resume who just fired me to help me get a new job.
0: All right. Do you, you mind if I pause it here?
1: Uh, we could have paused it 10 other times. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I just, I, I know that there's, 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 there's plenty more left. Um, <laughs> it seems fairly reasonable to me to be like, I don't want to show my fucking tits on TV. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I tell you the thing, Jessica, I was a little disappointed with the lack of the bikini tap. Uh, I was looking for at least a little side boob. And that just says to me that your passion, it's not bikinis. (laughs) I mean,
0: if your nipples got hard and you're wearing that shirt, how would I know?
1: Right. That's that's a problem for me. Also, you shared with me that you don't view bikinis as your final destination in the workforce. Like, shouldn't Uh, that be your ideal employee if you're one of those places? (laughs) like a, somebody who wants to like prove they can do something and move on.
0: Yeah. Like, uh, I, I, I think I'd be a little disheartened if someone was like, well, you know, I've, uh, I've reached the top. I'm a right. fucking waitress
1: at a bikini restaurant. <laughs> the best bikini restaurant though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah <laughs> it's, it's again, this is, this is dark for a million different reasons.
0: Fucking good on the, her though, to be like, Oh, you'll spread my resume around. How about you spread it up your
1: ass? yeah exactly but yeah the the fact that like and on, he looks we have pissed a, there that that's that's something you can't uh, i don't know that he's used to being getting a whole lot of strong talk he he was uh, holding back some some words that he had for her but dude just think about how fucking crazy this is like not it's not let's get over political talk but that we have a tv show where a dude just goes on like he didn't even think boy this might make me look bad all and of like, these, all,
0: every, like, I, I love this show. I love Undercover Boss, and uh, it's stunning every time.
1: I feel like th- there's been times when I see it, though, before where the, the boss comes away and they're like, wow, I did not consider how hard this existence was for you, and you got a pretty tough draw here, so I'd like to pay for your kids' school clothes and supplies for the next five years. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I have seen those episodes where they're like, I didn't realize that you, know, you had to work another job to get by and i didn't realize your margins were so thin and etc but they i definitely guess there's don't a number fire of someone people. every episode i, I <laughs> yeah. can confirm that and fire them for not wanting their tits on tv <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like this, this felt like an all-timer to me you just, uh, but maybe you just i don't have to, have to that watch the show more to bikinis <laughs> <laughs> right yeah you shared with me that uh, perhaps tits are not your passion uh and since they are mine i'm going to have to let you go <laughs> all right you want to roll the rest of it sure
2: an idiot like what person doesn't is everyone happy with the job they have at, right when they have it no at the same time that's my job and i still have told everyone that i humble myself to do what i got to do that doesn't make me a horrible person just because i'm not satisfied where i'm at
0: i had no she is absolutely correct about every single one of those things
1: uh, of course of those, she might I be say. like the smartest person yeah uh who works there she's too good for bikinis
0: i would love to know what what i i really hope that she's like you know a millionaire by now because this was like five or six years ago or something right
1: uh, yeah hopefully
2: satisfied where i'm at i had an awesome amazing experience with you i really truly enjoyed it hi guys
1: there you go all right we'll work on so
2: it. i don't know if you remember you mentioned that you have a lot of fun with the fans and that sometimes you prance around in
0: hearing their fucking corporate speak is just the goddamn worst like yeah. that he thinks he's gonna like make a bunch more money if he has this fun cool
2: name for the customers <laughs> so you mentioned am that I
1: getting a free pair of boobies today
2: is that what you want yes. yes I want a full C so I'll make you a deal I'm gonna put you in touch with the best guy in town and we'll make this happen <laughs> So at a loss for
1: words right now. I'm so flattered. That's something else. Yeah, bro. Yeah, and they go to the they go to the the music that they usually play when the kid when the, the cashier gets crayons yeah. for their kid and like formula. <laughs> and Except for her getting a full C. And they're <laughs> like And I'll tell you, sweetheart,
0: these are some of the good ones. Yeah. Some people want to do another fake.
1: These are going to be great tits. And we're just really excited to have you and those tits uh, with bikinis, uh, which you're passionate about for a long time. Totally not going to get you someone who will botch these tits. <laughs> <going to> be <laughs> the best it, tits. I'm
0: sure, like, uh, whenever he's taking that back to the board, he's like, well, actually, yeah, it's good for us. I mean, you know, she's going to be working here. This is going to be big, big for us having a host I could,
1: just I with could, larger <laughs> tits yeah I, I could i can justify this expenditure in six months you just watch <laughs> yeah this is an and investment like, really the fucking network runs it and then puts yeah. production value behind yeah. it that is like completely unwittingly supporting this, this is the worst shit i've ever
0: heard yeah cbs is just like looks like america to us <laughs> i couldn't
1: believe it when i first Two saw thumbs like, up i really thought this was fake <laughs> oh you no know? and then it's like i real. go to the bikinis website and no it's on their wikipedia page yeah no
0: that 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 whole episode is uh is a top one um
1: yeah <laughs> oh christ so what do you got on the leaning tower? Ta- i saw you're mad about people co- uh coming for the wrecking ball
0: uh i mean listen obviously they're not doing a good job with the wrecking ball but whatever it was like five minutes in like they'd swung it once and the tower didn't immediately fall over there's like 30 people on twitter being like not big enough okay maybe it is maybe it isn't i don't have a fucking clue that's my point this is like the greenland thing when everyone was like that's a dumb price for greenland you folks do not walk around with a fucking just (laughs) understanding in your head about how much greenland costs Uh, you don't know about wrecking
1: I <laughs> z- Zillowed greet. Well, here's the thing. I think like I said this today, we're in we're in a quicksand situation here. Yeah. Where I thought wrecking balls just fucking ripped ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and clearly it's more of like, like a Like have one that's a little bit bigger than the building. <laughs> yeah, and like just one swing. Swing it faster type shit, you know? Like I don't know. I mean <laughs> there's no way this was their plan is my thing and Clearly considering not. they already they took the loss on the first demolition thing and like i heard corby say today like hey i know somebody who's pretty tight with some people at lloyd neighbors and like they think they could be drawing this out like for promotional i'm like they're not fucking promoting Firefest. it's a demolition company yeah. what would they be having to promote like hey when we come to your job site uh, we promise we can actually do this in one crack. We just wanted a lot of memes. <laughs> like, yeah, and if if no, they would have, they're, they're failing. Yeah,
0: could you know because they said they'll be done by noon, <laughs> right? Like they're not going to. They're not going to like their their marketing plan is not uh, to show the world that they actually take three days longer than they normally take.
1: Yeah, and like, what would the payoff for that be for them to just kind of be in the news? It doesn't make any sense at all. Like so it's fucking hilarious to me because i think in general dallas has a history of screwing things up um and i drove by it this morning and i will say have you seen it up close and in, in person or at least uh, like driven no by it since it's i think been, now
0: that it's still up i might uh might take the kid to see it tomorrow i got her tomorrow. okay
1: so the one thing about like why can't they just like blow it up again mm-hmm it is really close to central. <laughs> I mean, like... Which a shock- calls into question the idea of blowing it up in the first place. It does. It does. And, like, when you drive by it, it looks like it could fall onto the freeway at any moment. Now, it's kind of <laughs> leaning the other way, but, like, I guess that's why they don't really have enough of a barrier to try to get it up against the freeway and push it the other way type thing. Like, there's not enough room there for a crane, but i'm entranced yeah like i i watched it from 9 a.m until three thirty today i mean i do love demolitions i know you were at texas stadium right i uh i certainly
0: went to texas stadium and i've, I've been to smaller ones as well <laughs> if, if i know that someone's blowing up a building and it's not going to be like a big problem for me to get to it i'm i'm getting to it i've seen some
1: people blow up some buildings i don't think it's going to be down tomorrow though yeah yeah yeah. so I don't know if you want to like try to only make one trip I don't think tomorrow's your day because I, I mean it would really if
0: tough to predict when it's coming down so I'll, I'll settle for just seeing it yeah Also, I don't I, I, know I would want to take my kid if I was like positive that it was going to fall down right then
1: they could end de- they could end up deaf like Mr. Holland's opus
0: that's that's one concern you know brick to the head could be bad for a child
1: a lot of people uh, think that they just found out that the kid was deaf at that uh, parade, but that's what made him deaf, actually.
0: Yeah. That's why I don't let my kid in your fire trucks.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's why I'm voting for the other guy running for fire chief. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, this fucking fire chief. He will deaf your kids out.
1: <laughs> They'll never hear again. Uh, What else did we have here? You got I was going to
0: tell you about some, uh, some stuff from Wikipedia. Oh, yeah, that's right. <clears throat> why did my voice just do that? I don't know that was weird only god knows uh so with this whole uh coronavirus i don't i'm i'm already mad that they call it the coronavirus i guess that's not the name of it
1: yeah it's like cd warehouse or something
0: uh they npr and vox were both agreed on something else like uh
1: covid 2019
0: I i think it was just 19 right covid 19
1: uh sure
0: let's see i'm going to vox to see it yeah COVID 19 is it, okay. maybe it's referring to twenty nineteen. i don't fucking know yeah um, i think it is but anyways so uh i i i think that whenever bob was talking about how um that, that we're all fucking uh, weak now because it used to be the viruses would just like uh, kill half the population. And now if they kill 10 people, we're like, oh, it's an outbreak. You n- you yeah. remember that? Uh, so that that was an interesting observation to me. And I just kind of wanted to get, get a little bit of a feel for uh, just how bad some previous outbreaks were. Um, the So the bubonic plague, obviously the goat. We can all agree on that. I think we all know that. Um, well,
1: we know like in recorded history. You gotta figure that there's been if you believe that the planet's been here for like three billion years or whatever, that there's been other outbreaks that have like wiped out percentage wise, possibly a larger percentage of, of a share of the population, right? Like yeah. whenever we were
0: I mean Neanderthals. If, if you're on the uh epidemic's Wikipedia, they they got shit going back, you know several centuries before christ but but you're right i mean i guess the thing is maybe percentage wise but in terms of total not num- like even given the fact that there were very few people on the planet comparatively when the bubonic plague was in its hey, uh these numbers still add up like
1: although even as i'm saying that they that play might be... in
0: today's nfl <laughs> yeah,
1: that might be wrong <laughs> what i'm saying might be wrong too because of population concentration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was just way harder to transmit. <laughs>
0: that's that's a factor, that but it is not the harder. case that the more concentrated we've gotten, the worse plagues have been. That That is not true, you know? Like, like I, I heard people... I think the musers were talking about this and were wondering if coronavirus was, like, uh, worse than some previous stuff because now it's easier for us to get around in planes and all that kind of stuff. And that is definitely nowhere near true like our okay. our ability to fight disease has advanced a lot faster than our ability to travel between places like we're 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 out ahead of it we're doing a great job not not having outbreaks and we should all be very proud of that uh but anyways bubonic plague here's one uh when my guess for the last time someone died of the bubonic plague would have been like i don't know 1700 like, this thing was, was wild and out. Like, its it's real top top was, like, uh, the 1340s, I think. And and so, you know, it, maybe it'll stick around or whatever. But wh- when do you think the last person to die of bubonic plague was?
1: Uh, this sounds like one of those deals where you're going to say that bubonic plague is, like, a encompassing term that someone died from last week or something.
0: I mean I I think it might be I mean I don't know how we I'm sure it's got some mutations or whatever but it's taken out like 100 people a year now. Really? Yeah. And I mean 100 people a year in the world like that's not enough to make any headlines and I you know uh I, I don't think that any of them are in America. So okay um you know that the, our news coverage tends to cover our country a little bit more than the other ones um but but yeah i i was shocked to learn that we we have not yet solved that riddle whenever i was a kid i was on like someone had blew my mind with well you know they could have stopped that whole thing if they just showered once and so that was an operation i uh, or uh, an operating understanding i had been under uh until last night when i was reading about it like it's certainly not the case that you're cured by taking one shower like it's you know i mean 100 people a year are dying from it still
1: yeah but maybe those people are like i don't know like uh the north sentinel folk you know i mean
0: they're probably closer to that than us but uh it, it's it's not like treatment is just take a shower like you, you gotta have some antibiotics like this is a fucking you know it's a, take a shower
1: but don't just shampoo your hair <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: don't don't just rely on it trickling down no i i think that i think uh, that is not how i shower but i i i believe that uh, i could mount a a convincing defense that uh that, that dan is doing things just fine but maybe that's for next time we have him on um so the bubonic plague as far as like like it's it's just kind of hard to pin it down because it first shows up in asia in like 700 a.d um, and then, like I said, it's 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 big in the the 1300s, um, and it's not like it was just running amok in between. Then, like it would kind of show up, and then it would go away, and then it would show up. Uh, England had cycles where I think like every 20 years for like several centuries, that it would just be like fucking all your family members die from pl- plague, and then you know we're we're cool for a little bit, and then then it comes back um, from 1348 to the 1370s uh england lost half of their population to those cycles fucking half like in normal circumstances you would expect growth (laughs) you know like several decades you would you would assume guaranteed england's got more people now than they did 30 years ago right when in fact they had half as many (laughs)
1: because of the fucking plague um it's, what if there were, like, any unintended positive consequences? Oh, my God, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that, that's in there. Like, there, um, uh, wages across Europe shot up because there was scarcity, you know? Like, like um, in any capitalist system, having uh, more jobs than there are people is really, really good for the workers. So, there, I, there was some... You know, it was, it was one line in Wikipedia and then I clicked on the uh, the footnote because I was like, fuck, that sounds really interesting. I would like to read, you know, more about that. Fuck, I'd read a book about that. Uh, and then whenever I clicked on the link, it was like, I don't know, just, I, I don't know if they put the wrong link. I didn't see any more about whatever it was. So maybe it's wrong. But there was someone who was like, this is the dawn of the modern economy. Like, this is where it starts. Like human maybe, civilization uh... <coughs> having something that we recognize is, is, is from, you know, the fact that, you you could now like just the the situation where you you had way more jobs than people that 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 created a uh novel circumstance that is, has carried us through to uh our e- our economics today
1: i'll pass that along to uh mayor mike <laughs> yeah maybe maybe uh something to get on the platform you know <laughs>
0: yeah i uh i'm proposing a plague <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: but we're gonna sell it with memes
0: (laughs) yeah the people
1: will love it Um, New plague who dis
0: but yes there's there's a lot of things you could call the bubonic plague you know like that 700s one is certainly you know bubonic plague um but the uh the like three-year period in the 1340s where it was the worst that that's like if most of the time whenever they're talking about you know the fucking plague sweeping through i think that that's what they're referring to specifically and that i think it was a three-year period in that uh, three-year period the plague took out 75 million people fuck that is the current populations of new york los angeles chicago dfw houston dc miami and philadelphia combined <laughs> talking about those cities and all their suburbs like just imagining like a disease where it's like every single person in new york is dead is fucking crazy
1: but so I mean, over how long uh like I don't, like 3 or 4 years, I think. Oh my god. I think I thought it was over like a century.
0: I mean, like I'm saying the the plague was fucking with people right, over right, the right, course right. of but a century,
1: but That death toll.
0: I I believe that that is the case. That's astounding. And then uh the other big player in the space, the the one that I could find where I was like, all right, that that's bubonic plague level respect. Is the uh, the Spanish flu, and I would say a little bit of a caveat on the Spanish flu because it certainly sounds to me like there's no way, like that it was, like that that it's no more threatening than plenty of other less impressive flus, but that that one just happened to occur at the same time as World War One, like uh. like that that any. Sort of serious bug that comes along while people are like living in trenches, and and you know that you got Americans mobilizing to Europe back and forth, like the just the movement of peoples during that time. Um, there's some speculation that it originated in China, and I guess that there was a lot of uh, Chinese workers brought in to like do work behind the lines during World War One um, that wouldn't have been in Europe otherwise. Uh, so you know you, you got got a lot of. Uh, uh circumstances there but my favorite thing about the spanish flu was learning it is called the spanish flu because uh people were like jesus christ i'm reading these reports out of spain about this terrible flu this sounds fucking awful spain's getting whacked when in fact all the people doing that were getting whacked much worse but their governments were censoring all of the press because they were in world war one jesus spain was neutral so they didn't have wartime censorship rules whereas america if the new york times was like hey uh extra extra everyone's dying of the flu they'd be like "Eh, that could be bad for morale how about you shut the fuck
1: up dude what a pr hit (laughs) it's tough for spain man i thought it was going to be something way more racist than that (laughs) no 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 i guess i also didn't really remember that spain was neutral yeah in world war one and world war two really
0: yeah because uh the invasion of uh boy i could be getting this wrong i I think that that was what was called operation market garden i might be wrong about that but the whole the whole business of uh they were trying to uh, deke the Nazis and uh, Italians about um, the invasion of Italy, so they like intentionally washed a British corpse up on the shores of Spain with a okay. briefcase attached with the plans yeah, of like, yeah. "Hey, we're definitely coming in here." And I've that heard was they—they they thought it would be a little obvious if they just like you know dropped someone in the middle of Berlin. Uh, so they—they they went to Spain because they were neutral, but neutral in such a way that they would. Uh, tell the Nazis what they found.
1: Got it. We should do a uh, Dan Carlin type deal here where you just explain the world wars to me. <laughs> I, I think we've
0: reached, uh, you know, something pretty close to the limits of my understanding of the world wars, but yeah.
1: Um, The last thing I had for you. <clears throat> Did you see, I think you might've heard us talking about this on the air. I'm not sure. There was a, television special in korea or i did want as, to talk
0: about this yes please
1: okay or as my grandfather calls it uh korea he was in the war um was he in the the korean war he was
0: that's something else. but he was
1: like military police so kind of a narc you know
0: mm, yeah
1: it was a korean tv special uh called meeting you and i think it was like a four-week special where uh, a a mother and father had lost their seven-year-old daughter. She passed away. Mm -hmm. And the television program centered around um, these uh, technologists, I guess, finding a way to digitally map the child's every being um, into virtual reality. So... Then the mom in the finale puts on a VR headset, and she's against a green screen, and they go back and forth between what the audience would see if they were standing there, which is the mom walking around uh, a sound set type deal. Hey, quick quick thing, two seconds. I did look it up. Uh, it's, it's 20
0: years where the 75 million people died. Not three, 20.
1: That's still way more of a concentration of death than I thought.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Way more didn't mean to interrupt uh mom's walking around with the kid
1: yeah and so she uh if you just if you were to walk up on this set you would see the mom walking around with gloves on with a helmet or the the vr headset on uh, against a a green screen backdrop but then when they switch to what the mom is seeing and touching and hearing and feeling it's like a 98 percent approximation of her interacting with her deceased child Mm -hmm. And it sounds exactly the same. She's talking back to her. Uh, They sit down and they have like birthday cake (laughs) uh, for the child's birthday that she did not hit. Uh, It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life because the mom, at least in that moment, very clearly gets lost in it and is convinced that she is interacting with her dead daughter. And I guess on one hand, uh, if I'm going to sit here and in, in pearl clutch over undercover boss and like, how could this be on TV? This feels like a far more reckless, uh, you know, usage of, of your entertainment time. But on the other hand, it kind of made me think like I could definitely see this in ten years being a thing that people do for grief or PTSD or I don't know, maybe like Alzheimer's or something, you know. Yeah, Like if there's people whose brains can be jogged by associating with former or with memories that might not necessarily be present day memory, I mean, I guess that's what makes them a memory. But yeah, uh, I couldn't believe what I was watching. And I couldn't believe it aired, like nationally, not on some, you know, in a lab type setting. And I just was struck by how woefully underprepared we are for this what feels like tidal wave that will hit in the next 15, 20 years. But uh, I don't know. Yeah. There's a, there's
0: something about like, I think I do have a line for how much nostalgia I'm comfortable with. And I, I would not say that I, I don't want to dictate to her what she should be doing. Right. Like I, I think that, you know, if, if that's what she wants, like, Definitely I don't have a say in whether or not she should have it, right? Like she like her fucking life, like do that. But as far as like me, if if I had a child who died, I guess you don't really know until you're there, but but my, my guess sitting here is that, that that seems too far, but I, I would I would like to place it on a continuum where one side of the the scale is this and the other side of the scale is like looking at pictures. Right, and I think that we would agree. Like we're comfortable with people looking at pictures of their dead kids, right?
1: Yeah, or like uh, my aforementioned grandfather, uh, who I've I've I was going through this. Well, I guess the weekend before, I probably have like eight hours of him talking. Yeah, because th- to be totally honest with you, I barely remember what my grandmother sounded like. Yeah, and she was a huge, huge part of my lo- uh, life. Like I remember her laugh. Um, and it's only been like 12 years, Yeah, but I can imagine there's going to come a day where I don't remember at all what she sounded like and whatever I remember is not going to be that close to what it actually was. Yeah. You know? And I mean, I'm sure we do have like family videos that I could go back, but I don't have them, you know? And so that's on that spectrum as well. And when you tell most people about that, they're like, oh, that's really cool. Nobody like bats an eye at it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and I would like to say like I don't know, this is fucking weird and I'm not even sure I want to like uh say this out loud. I certainly haven't to anyone to this point, but like I would like to buy a VR camera and like at least some part, like tiny part of like the thought of like well that'd be cool to have is like, well, you know, if something happened, at least you'd have like the most vivid memories possible. What do you odd? mean? Like, that, I I, I want to have a uh, video Izzy. Like, one, oh, yeah. I mean, beyond that, like, it'd just be cool whenever she's 18 to, like, be able to see, you know, right. th- uh, 360 degree videos of her whenever she was two. But, right. like, I don't know about you. I, I would think that this is the case for most parents. There's a lot of worrying about, like, boy, this is going to fucking suck if something happens.
1: Oh, God. Yeah.
0: No. Yeah. And I was kind of <laughs> like, well, you know. I don't think that this fixes the problem, but like I, I would find it comforting.
1: I would definitely yeah, find. You are now getting far closer to the other end of the spe- or at least to yes. the middle of it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I don't think that everyone to be with me out here on, on saying that they want a 360 degree video, but for some reason I do find a line for me between a 360 degree video of things that actually happened and trying to render like a personality of right. another object, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean I guess that's the line. But if you are going through that grief and you're you have just this this yearning to have like anything that even closely again approximates that connection, I think it's real easy to say you wouldn't do it unless somebody offered it to you and you had just lost your child. Yeah, for sure. And then I, I I think it would be a lot closer to 50 50 than most people think when they read this myself included
0: yeah and, I, and I when think you watch that,
1: this video like it looks you feel pretty fucking disgusting watching it but the mom is like both feet in <laughs> like she is really into it yeah
0: yeah and i mean uh if like the thing you're describing of of not being able to recall your grandmother vividly like you know, I, I think that there's an argument to be made. And I don't know if I'm totally by it or not. That that's good, and that's how it ought to be. And that you know, if if we're just constantly clinging to the dead people around us, like like death is just such a part of the human experience that if you can't process it and move on, and you just stay obsessed with it, that that's going to really impact your ability to live. And that's one side of it. The other side of it that I probably do feel more like uh, truth in, like it rings truer to me. Um, it's like, there, there's a, there's a mountain goat song that I like very, very much. Uh, and that I find very, very helpful where, uh, the, the, the basic chorus is like, uh, just stay alive. Like whatever the fuck you got to do, like just fucking, you know, whatever, whatever self-destructive things that, that you find necessary to cope, as long as it's not you killing yourself, that's an acceptable thing. Like anything anyone else says about like, you should feel bad about it, like, you know, if you're in a great position where you're mentally healthy enough that, you, that you're that uh, you in a situation where you don't need to, uh, you know, cut yourself to uh, prevent like uh, actually committing suicide, that's great. But if you need to cut yourself to prevent committing suicide, fucking cut yourself. Yeah. And I think that there's some of that here, you know, of like if this is an intense amount of pain, a lot of people don't make it through it. And if uh, if this is what you need to make it through it, then fucking do it. Keep that fucking, you know, wear that headset out. Like never take it off. Like whatever you got to do, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I, I could easily see this becoming, you know, we, we joke about people that get their dog cloned. Yeah. Um, but if this becomes an acceptable, affordable option, like I said, I think there's a lot of people that would, and then I don't know, are you like, You're never really able to move on, but maybe you don't want to move on. So it's just your, it's just a real modification of what it means to be a person, which is a very basic take. I get it, but that's kind of what I think most of these things make me think is like, this is a little different than just having like, oh, I can look anything up on my phone. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like this feels like a elemental change in what it means to exist. And it's probably the first thing that I've ever seen that actually did make me think of things like, you know, big, big topics like the singularity, like how they would play out practically. Yeah. Where, yeah, I mean, it's not just that you don't have to die, but no one around you does either. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we
0: just, we hate change so much. Like as like it's it's just everywhere, you know. Like if 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 you're looking for it, like a lot of the world is driven by frustration that anything ever has to change, and I think it's for the most part pretty good. We don't have control over that, and like uh, we're trying to get more and more control every day, you know. And like I I I don't know if that's good. I in fact I suspect that it's not. I think I think that we all should just have a more healthy attitude towards change and uh, embrace it and like you know just realize all the things that we wouldn't have if we were o- if we weren't okay with the degree of change that's gone on before and then the other thing this makes me think about and this is not like a uh Charlie Warzel level insightful take on technology, but I've just been thinking about how. I cannot think of an instance, and if someone in the audience can, or if you can want to present it to me, maybe that would help me. But I cannot think of an instance where we had a technological advance that we could have pursued, and we're just like, eh, you know, it seems like a Pandora's box, I don't want to deal with it. Right, Like we've been researching nuclear technology for the last 100 years, you know, like they didn't stop at Hiroshima and be like, well, that was enough to end World War Two. Probably don't need to figure out how to kill more people (laughs) like they were like, no, let's make it so we can kill the entire fucking world with one bomb. This thing was dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was cool. But what if it was like a hundred times bigger? Um, and that makes me feel like a real profound loss of control over things. You know, like just that that we're n- there's no process that I can tell of where people are saying like. You know the, the 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 implications of this seem too serious. You know, I mean, like people talk about it with AI all the time, but like I I don't see a lot of evidence of people like like those uh, those views like gaining actual control. You know, like all the people that are warning you about AI, like they have no power over anything, <laughs> and uh, yeah. you know, I mean, they they have influence. Like they they're they're trying to make their pitch or whatever, but it, it's it's not like Boston Dynamics shut down. You know, <laughs> they're they're making their creepy dogs uh, just just as quickly as they can, and uh, it ju- it just like if that's the case, that every single time we're going that there's something that we can do, that we do it. Uh, without regards to whether or not it's bad, um, then then we're definitely going to do something bad. And I mean, like, we already have, you know, like, uh, uh, I, I, I think if you examine the historical record, in my opinion, I, I am swayed by those who make the argument that uh, Japan did not quit World War II because of the uh, bombs. They quit World War II because Russia was on their door um and so you know if you look at it that way then like you know we like already leveled two fucking cities and like made them you know inhabitable for decades afterwards and you know like uh fucking chernobyl is like you know the the situation where we did not stop and ask ourselves questions about if this technology is too much for us and as a result you know large swath of a country is fucking uninhabitable and will be for our entire lifetimes And, uh, I, I just, I, I feel like if we don't have a process for being like, eh, this one seems to, you know, we did the pros and cons list, too many cons, not going to do it. If we don't have that process, then like, we're just going to keep running this stuff over and over. And I don't even know, like, I cannot conceive of a way that we would have that process. It seems absolutely fundamentally impossible to control the entire human race. So, uh, that's what keeps me up at night.
1: At least that chick will have full C's.
0: That is tight. You know, I mean, I'm not saying all technology is (laughs) bad.
1: All right. Well, uh, I'm going to go watch the Mavs, and uh, I guess we'll talk tomorrow, yeah? Yeah. Cool, man. All right. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow. For everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.